Hey, what's going on, everybody? You're listening to Ain't That Something, a tripod production. I'm your host, Brandon Martinez. I so told you to be back. Do you remember uh, the first time I asked you to be on the show? Yeah. You said you were really, really nervous. Now I'm so excited. And now, I like, like doing this. you're killing it now. Like, you were texting me saying, oh my god, I want to be on the show again. And I'm like, yeah. well, you're already over today. Today, we're, what are we doing? What do we do today? We were baking macarons, and then we're going to bake the biscuits from Red Lobster soon while Buzz. It's called Buzz Baking with yeah. Liz and Brandon. So many projects. We're doing a lot of projects, yeah, but this one's really fun. Um, Liz is one of my favorite people to work with. Thank uh, you. <laughs> we just have that, uh, we get that flavor. We got you know? that flavor, we got that vibe it's going a, on. I don't have a vibe, like all my other friends love you guys, but there's just a different kind of vibe with this. It's, it's different. Asian persuasion. Asian persuasion. <laughs> Together we got that Asian sensation. Yeah, yeah. There we go. All right, so today's episode is brought to you by Liz and Brandon, the Asian sensation. So uh, we've been drinking uh, mimosas for the past couple hours. Yeah. Um, and we're pretty deep into it, so yeah. it's gonna be an interesting episode. It's gonna be a fun episode. Yeah. I got, I got ideas. We got I ideas. Wanna, I wanna talk about. Talk about. Yeah. We are gonna take a quick break though, in a few minutes, so we can go check on our macarons. <laughs> uh, because those have been going all day, and I'm just excited to see how they turn out. Yeah. But uh, what have you been up to? Um, I'm living at home now because Drexel decided to pull the old switcheroo and go remote on us, like. Two week, like a month out before school started, so it's supposed to be an RA, which I was Ugh. so excited for. But then now, since everything's closed and I had no housing secured, I have to live back at home. Which I mean, I'm glad for my parents because they're a lot happier now that I'm here. But I miss the city so much. Well, I'm glad that you're in the city today. Yeah, uh, I'm glad it's close by that I can visit. But yeah, which weird. I think we I was closer to you at home. When I was home for the, <laughs> then we are now, which is funny, but yeah. whatever. I'm from the Lehigh Valley. You're from Clayton Yeah, Town, you're not so. that far. No, no, no. Yeah. But, uh, so before our last episode, we just kind of just hopped right into it. Uh, so today we're going to go, like, a little bit of a backstory. Yeah. Of, like, how we met and stuff like that. Okay. <laughs> so I transferred here in 2018, and I had a class. That class was New Technology of Communication with Alan Stegman. Jeez. <laughs> Do you, do you remember that class? Yeah, we also had another class together. We had 181 with um, Nikolov. Alexander Nikolov. Yeah. So that was an interesting class. Yeah. But we had really both interesting teachers together. Yeah. And then the next quarter, we had uh, Qualitative Communication with... Jenkins. Alexander I Jenkins. Oh, Qualitative Research, yeah. Love him. Oh, I forgot about that class, too. That was a, we were in that small room yeah. that, was, that had the horrible Wi-Fi. Yeah. And then we both went on co-op. Both at nonprofits yeah, that worked together. We worked together. But we, we didn't work together. We had partnerships time. together. So yeah. like, and then uh, after that, we came back. Obviously, um, I went to a few PR SSA meetings. That term that was, I was a, on eboard by then, I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then we had another class the following quarter. Um, uh, PR campaign planning. Or, yeah. Oh, that class. With a professor, we won't mention what happened, but that was. 
it, we, that was like we bonded. We bonded. The, we bonded <laughs> the in the top. Yeah, it was really good. And then Liz convinced me to run for the executive board. And then Brandon convinced me to join the BAMS program. And so that was my period uh, pyramid scheme. Yeah, that's I, what I keep saying. You like recruited the whole E board to join that. And well, all of it. it is what it is. But then we've been con- texting consistently because we we are uh, hit a new level of friendship. You yeah. know. I'm glad. I'm glad too. It's I couldn't. I can't imagine would it be just like not to have you in my life yeah. now. It's weird. You're a fun person to hang around. I enjoy this. So do Your I. Many projects that you have pulled me into. I'm sorry. <laughs> do you not enjoy? Do you enjoy? No, them? I enjoy them. I'm glad. I'm just like I don't know how you do it. Like, I don't know. So many Twenty credits, executive board of two clubs, Jesus. and like so many different projects. It's I don't know how I do it either. Yeah. So uh, uh, what about you? Like what kind of what kind of stuff are you into lately? Well, lately, so what I came on here to talk about, I don't know. So I took the Myers-Briggs test, a.k.a. the 16 personality test, like, a month ago because my friend, like, wanted to see my results. And then, like, a few weeks ago, another friend, like, friend, hit me up and, like, guessed my 16 personality result, which I didn't remember, but then I, like, took it again and then I remembered and then also like during quarantine i started following all these like zodiac astrology meme pages to like cuz i was like curious and then like they're all, i'm a virgo and then so i started following all these virgo pages on my instagram and then i see them and then i like relate to them and then i don't know i just wanted to talk about that today like all these personality tests and astrology and like the accuracy of these results because like i don't believe in like that but like i do agree with it i guess which i think is different because i don't like live my life towards it to like follow my like moon sign or whatever because i feel like that's believing it but like from what they say about like what i am i'm just like i can see that but i also like have a hypothesis about it a hypothesis about it i just feel like because like i'm always like i'm very skeptical so i was just like i wonder what's the psychology behind this especially like zodiac sign and why it's like so like quote like accurate i guess but like i feel like it's a self-fulfilling prophecy sort of deal where like we read it and then we like try to fit ourselves with like what they say like i feel like maybe the statements they say about each zodiac are like generalized enough that like every human has experienced this sort of thing Mm -hmm. that where we can like fulfill ourselves into that role with at least one experience that we feel like has happened to us so then it like makes people think oh like these zodiac sign things are real so um that's my guess on it but like i mean i'm like still a little victim to it because i think they're interesting to see because i can like have something to relate to so you said you're a virgo I'm a Scorpio. I personally think that Scorpios get a really bad rap. I don't know what that means. I only know what my zodiac is. I've been told that Scorpios are, like, really, really intense. And so, like, I've had conversations with people before. Like, they'll ask me what my sign is, and they go, oh, that makes a lot of sense. I'm like, what is that supposed to mean? See, I'm not, like, one of those, like, oh, he's a Scorpio. I'm not going to hang out with him. Like, I mean, I know there's, like, the bad rep for Geminis for being two-faced because they're, like, sign or, like, twins or something. Yeah, yeah. But, like, yeah, like, I'm not like that. I'm just, like, interesting, like, for mine, but, like, I don't care for other people. Yeah, do you have a co-star? 
Yes! Oh my god! Yeah, I downloaded that in the beginning of quarantine and it's so, so it's interesting because I didn't know there were like houses either and like your moon sign and stuff and then I was like reading through it and I was just like, wow, okay! Wow. Uh, we're gonna take a quick macaron break, so we'll be right back. <laughs> Okay, guys, we're back. We just had the macarons, and they were amazing in every which way. Uh, they we were have, a success. We have a video coming out soon. You'll see there'll be two versions of it, one for my friends and then one for the public. Uh, <laughs> the one that's going out that you'll probably see is for the public. What would you think? I'm really glad at how they turned out because every time I make them, it's something new. So they turned out well this time. Especially for me being drunk, so. <laughs> I think it was the tiny kitchen that made it that much easier. We had to perfect yeah. that that way. Yeah. So uh, you were talking about your sign, your Scorpio, your signs. Yeah. Okay. Um, where was I on that? Co-starred. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't like let that guide my life, but I think stuff like that is really interesting and the accuracy on it because also I think there's like a whole difference between the way you think personally who you are versus the person you like portray yourself to be yeah. on other people's so, like always think about the accuracy with that because like sometimes when we read results for like personality tests which I want to talk about we'll or, get like, into stuff, that. or like stuff like that like people do think oh yeah like yeah I see this in myself but like is that how you think of yourself like in your head or is that how you actually are in person because like that's what i think about <laughs> with that so i don't know how accurate they are but I, I think in itself like they're a whole interesting thing to look at but yeah the big thing i wanted to talk about was the 16 personality the art 16 personalities let's get into that yeah so it's also known as the myers-briggs test and then let me see if i can pull up a definition or you guys can just look it up but i wanted to talk about me and brandon's results from that because i think they're really interesting mm -hmm. do you want to start with yours or do you want me to start with mine uh, i guess we can start with mine so i took the myers break test and i got the enfp-a and i'm a campaigner personality so liz uh liz knew a lot about what i was talking about um do you want to just me in what that means for me um so well i don't know a lot about your okay. personality but we can read what it said but like from we like read over his description from what i saw it, i think it fits him so i'm a campaigner and that's someone with a extroverted initiative feeling and prospecting personality intuitive traits. Intu <laughs> intuitive uh feeling and uh, prospecting personality traits these people tend to embrace big ideas and actions that reflect on their sense of hope and goodwill to others the vibrant energy can flow in many directions and i think that means a lot to me uh in regards to me as well um i created this podcast in general just so i could get to know my friends better and create a relationship with my friends um and i think that goes with the reflect their sense of hope and goodwill toward others do you think this fits with me please yeah so when we were going over the strengths and weaknesses i th saw a lot of it in you like you're very like so it says his strengths as a campaigner is curious observant 
energetic and enthusiastic, excellent communicators, know how to relax and very popular and friendly. And I see a lot of this in him, especially like the curiosity and the energy, enthusiasm, excellent communicator, yeah, which I'm very jealous of because I feel like I'm not. <laughs> and then very popular and friendly, I do see, I see you being very friendly. I don't know who you're, I feel like you're very popular. I don't think I'm popular. I feel popular like you have a lot of friends. Well, that doesn't mean you're popular, but. I don't know, but you're like easy to get along with. And then your weaknesses, I mean, I don't, those let's, you can Let's relate. say the biggest one there is poor practical skills. <laughs> and I, I would tell you that my parents would agree with that 100% as well as find it difficult to focus and overthink things. I'm still thinking about what I said to my third grade girlfriend back when I was eight years old. That's me. <laughs> so I, I can definitely, I can definitely attest to that one. So let's hear about you. Okay, so my personality type is the defender, which is ISFJ, which is someone who is introverted, observant, feeling, and judging. And so, like, the reason why I talked about this before was, like, I feel like I definitely agree with this, but I feel like I don't come off of it as that way. So, like, some of the um, traits and, like, ideas within this personality is that strengths are they're supportive, reliable, and patient, imaginative and observant, enthusiastic, loyal and hardworking, and good practical skills. So that was yeah, you to me. And the weaknesses is humble and shy, take things too personally, repress their feelings, which is very true, and overload themselves and reluctant to change and too altruistic. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, like in my inner core, like I definitely agree with this, but I feel like I like try to not come off that way. So like, that's what I was like talking about with the accuracy with this. Like, I feel like my inner self, like who I truly am, I guess, really fits this description but like I feel like a lot of people like if they first meet me they would disagree because like I tend so another thing with this personality is that like they're really easy to take advantage of because mm -hmm. like we're like one of the things is being too altruistic like we like doing things for other people that of often leads into situations where when people realize that like we'll do anything for anyone which I might be setting myself up for failure in this um that like they can take advantage of you, which is another reason why I'm really cautious in relationships I build with people, not just romantically, but, like, friendship-wise. But, like, so I feel like because of this and I'm aware that, like, I can easily be taken advantage of, I, like, present myself when I first meet people as very cold and distant because, like, it takes me a while to be comfortable and trust people. So, like, that's what I was, like, thinking of when I was saying, like, I don't know how accurate this is because I feel like in myself, the way I think I am, I'm very much like this, but I don't know if I come off as that way, like, or, like, if my actions, like, actually speak for the results, you yeah. know? And that's what I, like, the whole, like... This whole idea, I think, goes for, like, all, like, personality type tests or, like, self-tests. Like, even BuzzFeed quizzes, too. Like you take a lot of BuzzFeed quizzes? Oh, my God. Like, when I was on my first co-op, I didn't have a lot to do. And then I was, like, waiting to go home. I, like, pull up. I literally, like, downloaded BuzzFeed. And I was, like, I'm so bored. So, I do BuzzFeed quizzes a lot of, in, like, those giant lecture classes that we have sometimes. Yeah. If I, I'm doing a BuzzFeed. If, we're, if my professor's lecturing, you know for a fact that I'm doing a BuzzFeed. So... 
Yeah, and that's what I think these self-quizzes, like, I don't know if they're biased or not, if we're biased to ourselves. Because I think, like, in human nature, we all think that we're a good person, or we try to be a good person, but obviously that definition is objective. Well, that kind of goes back to the whole thing of where everybody was born good, there's no bad people, and you only learn to be bad. Yeah, because I think everybody, like, in itself just has good intentions, but, like, whether from person to person what your intentions are maybe like, that definition is definitely, like, subjective. But, like, so I think, like, everyone has, like, good intentions. I feel like that may be a bias towards taking these tests. And, like, another thing I've, like, noticed with, like, these tests, the results when you read them, they're, like not overly positive but they like they like kind of downplay the negatives like yeah. obviously they don't say like oh you're a bad person or something like that but like they're like i feel like they focus on more the good side like i don't know if they're too objective so like i'm also like wary of those because like the results on how they frame them too but yeah uh, but I, I really like this test. Like, uh, I don't think I've ever taken a test like this before. Really? And it was, like, completely eye-opening. I never would have considered myself to be a campaigner. I mean, I am going to school for public relations. Yeah. But, like, I've, I can see a lot where, with you, how it corresponds to that. Especially when it says that you had a lot of patience. Because we just made macarons and you didn't <laughs> kill me. And I was really messing up pretty bad. That I, didn't, I didn't preheat the oven. I was sifting wrong. But you were really cool about that. Thanks. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's really interesting, these tests. And, like, the one thing I don't like about it, so, like, I this test, like, the results were brought to my attention, like, a few weeks ago when one of my, yeah. like, old friends or someone I used to talk to, like... Um, Quotation like, around friends. <laughs> yeah, like, spoke to me or, like, recently just, like, texted me and then we were talking about this and then he like mind you i haven't spoken to him or interacted with him in like two years and then he like he just said he's just like are you an isfj and then i was just like yeah how do you know and then like again we haven't spoken in like two years and then he's just like you like you seem like one of those people and so i was just like Am I really that predictable? Excuse me? I was just like, I mean, I'm not, like, it fits, but I was like, am I really that predictable, or do I really, like, like, I mean, like, from him saying that, I was just like, I guess it's true, like, even though I'm, like, doubting myself. I would have been a little angry if you said that, though, like, I don't like when people, like, try to guess what I am, you know? I mean, from, so when we first, like, met, the last time we spoke, like, I would guess, I would say he knew me pretty well but i feel like since then i've changed a lot but maybe this is like who i am at my core so but like yeah i was surprised that he guessed it right away and then i was just like i don't know it made me feel some type of way i was like am i that predictable and then like the second feeling i had was just like i don't know if i like him saying that because i was like i feel like i'm being categorized or generalized into this group of people even though like the results like the general group of people is like I guess a good type of group of people to like be but I was just like I don't know like I don't like being categorized like that it doesn't make me feel like my own individual person but I don't think anybody likes to be categorized yeah uh, I think we should live in a category list society um put it when you label somebody something they tend to just follow that Kind of like this. I'm going yeah, to be thinking exactly. about this all day. And I want to think about my tendencies. Do my tendencies match this? I'm going to try to make that my whole representation. The whole yeah. part of overthinking thing aspect of it. 
Well, like, that, yeah, I feel like categories aren't, like, a good thing, but, like, also, we, I also feel like we do live in a, a too <laughs> individualistic of a society where it does, like, kind of deteriorate the way we interact with people, too. Like, so, for example, like, I guess, I feel like communication, like, I think it's interesting that communication has to be a skill we kind of have to learn nowadays, because I feel like society has, like, kind of shaped us to think that, like, we as an individual person are too, like, not too special, but we're, like, really drastically different and special from everyone else, and it kind of, like, downplays at the end of the day like people don't realize that we're all humans and we Mm -hmm. all want to be treated the same or have the same like wants and needs from like other people and I think that can clearly be seen through communication because obviously like you hear that mantra all the time like communication is key and like we all know that but like for some reason we're all so terrible at it especially with relationships like the example I like are we gonna get into communication relationships now yeah (laughs) the example I like to bring up is that like you hear a lot that how like all people want in a relationship or communication is to be open and honest about your feelings and we all know that but for some reason it's so difficult for like people to do that and like I feel like our individualistic society makes people think like we're too different from everyone else it's like we don't think that that's what the other person wants to even though that's what we want and then like another good example that I like have is with my friend when he started like he didn't even date his girlfriend now at this time but he was like trying to pursue her and everything and he was like coming to me for help with everything because his last ex just cheated on him and he was like really anxious about it and then he was like telling me he's like I really like her but I don't know if I trust her because she has like a sketchy history yeah with guys and then she's just he's just like I really want to like date her but I feel like she doesn't like me back and I don't know if I should say anything like I'm really insecure about like trusting her because of her past and she's like a good-looking girl so like obviously a lot of guys want to talk to her and everything so I don't know how to feel and then like he's told me before that she's thought the same thing about him because he's like pretty good-looking too and then a lot of girls hit him up and then she like feels insecure about that and then he's just like I don't know if she like she's probably out there like talking to a bunch of guys right now while I'm here just moping around like wanting to date her and I don't know if he'll last or anything and then I was just like you know you guys are much more similar like I don't even know this girl but from what you've told me like you guys are much more similar than you think like you here just moping around being insecure and like feeling like you you're not good for her and everything and you thinking she's out there like around with other guys like chances are like from what she told me she's sitting there in her apartment like not even a mile away like thinking the same thing either telling someone else about it or thinking the same thing you're telling me right now in your head like i think we neglect to think that we humans are like more alike than we think yeah and then I think that interrupts the way we interact and treat each other because we don't think the other person wants the same thing we want. And then I think once we realize things, things would go a lot more easier. Like with social media too and like the way people interact with each other and the polarization, like I wouldn't treat someone like that through a computer in like real life. <laughs> I don't think anybody would. Yeah. People have a... Uh... I feel like people have lost the ability to get smacked. So, like, people are saying stuff on Facebook and on Instagram and on social media, and they're not backing it up. They just use their words. So, back then, before social media, you said something bad, 
you get smack, you know? Yeah. Like, well, not smack, but somebody would tell you off. People have lost that consequence because it's just a window with yeah. stuff. Yeah, and I don't know if I just have too much empathy or something, but, like, I mean, like, we've been always taught as kids, like, treat people the way you want to be treated, but apparently that goes out the window now, and some reason we find it hard. Like, I feel like for communication, like, between relationships and everything, like, I mean, I admit, like, I am victim to this. Like, I repress my feelings like a mother. But that's because, like, I don't want to take advantage of anything. But either way, I still do it. But, like, I feel like our individualistic society, like, puts our ego first because a lot of reasons why like especially guys like don't express their feelings is like you know protect that manliness and like ego yeah. from like it's that part it's part of toxic masculinity that whole part of it right? but, yeah. yeah and then that's like part of the individualism like protecting ourselves first yeah. instead of like being open and honest about like the relationship and like the other person which i don't know i feel like that part of our society is very detrimental in, like, how we communicate with other people. Have you ever been in a relationship that had, like, positive communication between both parties? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I haven't been in a relationship in a while, so... I know, I preach all these things, and, like, all my, like, friends who are dating come for me to advice, which I think is so funny, because I'm, like, I'm, like, strongly single right yeah. now. And I'm just, like... And sometimes I, like, think to myself, I'm, like... Wow, the advice I gave was so good. I was just like, but I won't follow I won't it follow if I'm in a relationship. I uh, I think people that are single tend to give advice because they are single and they don't have to worry about that repercussion yeah. if it doesn't work out. Like, uh, let's say you give the advice right and it doesn't work out. What are they going to come back to you yeah. and say, "Oh, you, I did, I used your advice and it didn't work out." Oh, well, I'm single. I know. Like, I always laugh know? that like. IDK though at the yeah. end of all my advice. <laughs> don't don't hold me to that. Yeah, I'm just like you should do this. I was like, but IDK. <laughs> I'm just like, I always slap that on the end so I get no like attack from it. Well, like it's like take your advice at your own risk, you know? Yeah. Like, why why take something at face value? All right, so I feel like I've talked enough. So Brandon, let's hear about your like relationships. Like I'm like very single and I. No, you're not in a relationship right now, but I want to know about, like, your history and, like, have you learned and grown from it and just, like, the things you realize? Uh, well, that's a, that's a rough one. So, I was in a relationship that lasted about nine years. Jeez. It was on and off for about nine years. Okay. And uh, she was the only person I ever told that, like, I, lo I loved her, too, mm -hmm. which is, like, really weird. So, I haven't said that to, like, anybody but anybody else. But it was a very toxic relationship, you know? Uh, we only... It was going because only one thing was uh, prominent in that relationship. Um, I think you know what that one thing is. Yeah. And a relationship, relationship shouldn't be built on that. And then I was in the military at this time, so I would go away, and I never knew like what was happening uh, at home. Was she, was she cheating on me with other people? Was she take? Was I don't know. I just and I didn't like that uh, obscurity of not knowing what was going on. And because of that, I had to. I had to break it off, like, and then that was, like I said, that was, like, one of the most serious relationships I ever had. Started dating when, dating with quotations <laughs> around it, when I was 14 years, and then it literally, on and off, like, for uh, nine years, so 24 years old is when it's, like, stopped completely. Wow. Um, and that's just got me scared about doing relationships, like, I've had girlfriends, I've dated around, but I've never been in, like, 
serious committed relationships since then and it because I'm scared like I don't want to I don't want to get hurt again um I feel you on that <laughs> um I I last girlfriend I had she uh she graduated but I turned out that she had a boyfriend the entire time we were together um so like two three months were together and her boyfriend's she was with her boyfriend during the day and with me at night and that's that's not okay Side piece. <laughs> I really was and so uh I just don't like to be taken advantage of and I feel you I it's not okay because it, it works both ways like some I know a lot of people are like well, you, you can't trust people and like I agree and I don't bad relationships have really shaped me to the point where it's like I've I'm scared to actually get into another relationship. I don't know, am I, am I gonna get f***ed over again? And it's, it's really f***ing me up, you know? Yeah, I like, I feel the same way. Like, I think a heartbreak is definitely important to go through. Like, it's a growing pain, but like, just like suffering through all that trauma and everything, especially for like me. And I think like, according to your personality test, you very emotional people like you, like it's very daunting on your life. And like, that's why I've like told myself, I don't want to like pursue anything until after I graduate. Cause I graduate 2022. So like next year. So I was like, I want to get that done like as painless as possible. And I don't want to get myself in another like emotionally intense situation that might end bad. Because, like, I at least want to graduate. And then, like, after I get that expensive diploma, boys, you guys can hurt me all you want. Like, hurt me all you want. Like, I'm just, <laughs> as long as I'm making money, you can hurt me all you want. I'm at the point now where, like, I'm getting pressure from my parents at home. Yes, to, me too. Uh, like, my mom, she, God bless, she's, she, I understand where she's coming from. But she's like, Brandon, when am I going to, when are you going to bring somebody home? When are you going to, when are you going to give me grandkids? Number one, mom, I'm 25 years old. I can't. I can barely afford rent. What makes you think I can? <laughs> what makes you think I can afford a grandkid? And number two, I don't have time to have a yeah. girlfriend right now. I'm taking twenty credits every ten weeks. Uh, I'm in three clubs. Like, what makes you think I have time to bring these girls home? And then she asked me questions like, uh, "Do you think you'll ever bring home women? Like, do, well, do you think you'll ever have give me grandkids? Like, mom, you'll get grandkids when it's time for you to have grandkids." I don't need them right. You don't need them right now. And it's just, it does, I don't like the pressure. The pressure is from, uh, my mom had me young. Yeah. My mom's mom had her young. It's just, I don't want to say it's the Asian way, but yeah. like, uh, grandkid, family, we're very. Uh, family oriented. Very yes, family oriented. <laughs> and it's just rough. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not getting the pressure from my family, but since like moving back home and everything, everyone like. I've like caught up with the first, the two biggest questions they ask me is like, do you have a boyfriend? And what do you want to do with your life? And both of those answers is like, no, and I don't know. And like, I've been like, very agitated by getting these questions. Like, it's from like the most random people too. Like I keep getting that boyfriend question one, I got it from my nail lady. And then I also get it from like my friends parents and then like it's like every year I come home they ask me if I have a boyfriend I'm just like no and then like it's like it's like to the point where I like question or like start to feel bad myself I'm just like 
should I have a boyfriend or like why don't I have one like is there something wrong, wrong with, with me, me yeah. that I don't have a boyfriend and then like I don't know like so I get annoyed with that question I get annoyed about the what I want to do with my life question because oh. it's from adults or like people who've told me before it's like oh when I was your age I had no idea what I wanted to do in my life or they're just like oh like I never thought I'd be doing this for my job when I was in college and I was like if you're telling me that then why do you expect me to have an answer for um what do I want to do with my life? Because I have no idea. Like, I, right now, I'm just trying to, like, live my life. And, like, I'm going through it, like, more of being in the moment and present and, like, experiencing it as what it is, which is way different than what I thought when I, like, first entered college. And I'm enjoying it way more because I feel like growing up, I was definitely, like, sheltered from all the yeah. possibilities that were out there. Like, my major coming into Drexel was education. Actually, education. The biggest reason why was that because that was, like, the only occupation that I knew what was going to entail, like, my job duties and everything because this is the only thing I grew up around. So I was like, I know what a teacher's going to be like. So I'm comfortable with that. So I'm going to stay in my comfort zone and be that. But then once I, like, moved to the city for Drexel and college and, like, saw all these opportunities out there, I switched to communication. I think I talked about this on the last podcast, but, a, like, a major so broad that I could fit, like, maneuver my way into basically a lot of roles, and then, so that's how I'm basically living my life and my career options now, is just, like, finding what's out there, and that's also another reason why I, like, encourage, like, traveling, especially by yourself now, because yeah. there's so much out there that you don't know you can do by yourself, and just so many experiences, like, you can, like, have for yourself, like, I've done some, like, per se like looking back on it like risky things like I feel like I had put my faith a lot in like strangers and a lot of people in like things that I shouldn't and then I don't trust people in like the most smallest things where I should trust them like I've gone on like adventures and trips and vacations and like stayed with people I've like just met and everything and like sometimes I like talk or like think about what I say like right now and I'm just like it sounds like because from me freshman year to now it sounds like I like literally went to a trip to like South America took shrooms and like had a whole like realization about my life and came back even though I haven't yeah, I can't imagine if that happened yeah, and, like, spirit what I, quest. That's what yeah I know I feel like I'm still like spiritual and like hippy dippy now from like some of the guys that it sounds like I like took shrooms in South America and like became a new person so uh, I, I think the person who I am now is a huge huge difference than who I was yeah. when I was 18, 19 years old. When I told you when I was 18, 19 years old, I was a soldier. I stopped being a soldier when I was 22 years old. And that was a very intense lifestyle. I was doing things that it just, yeah. I was just doing I a lot of things imagine. and I was living a really reckless life. It's a, it's a, it was a lifestyle that I always, I always thought I wanted. Yeah. Like I wa- wanted to be like that guy that could yeah. just go and kick down doors for God and country and apple pie. But then, like, you keep going, you keep going, it's like, wow, like, this is, this is a lot, and it's not, it's not okay for me. And then I started going to, I started feeling weak, because I was going to, like, chaplain to get, uh, they call it behavioral health, so I, yeah. so I could get my mind right, yeah. because things just kind of stick with you, you know? Yeah. I used to daydream about, like, what it was like to be on the outside, because uh, oh the military is, like, yeah. one world, and then being on the outside is a whole, so I used to sit there with my friends while we were in the suck, just thinking about what life is like on the outside and how, like, what I would do if I was in that situation. And I never really thought, like, 
really thought about like oh I'd be here right now with you Liz yeah. <laughs> baking all day and then doing a podcast you know and Brandon 18 19 years old ago 18 19 years old would have thought that I was a, a huge lame person but now like I'm gonna say like a Kevin Rudolph song like I used to dream about the life I'm living now like I've I've I'm so proud of what I where I'm at and it's like like um I have a stutter. I never used to have a study. This was all the stuff that happened in the military. And um, people always ask me, like, why am I so, like, self-conscious of things? Um, that's everything from the military. Um, just things that you do stick with you, whether you want to, whether, whether you want it or not. But I'm trying so hard to make, because you're talking about that vision quest. Like, I've, I've tried so hard for many, many years to finally get right. And I think I'm finally at a place where it's like I've, I've accepted of the life that I had. But I'm also welcoming the new life I have right now with open arms. Yeah, and I think, like, do you regret your time there at all? I I don't regret my life, my time in there at all. So I always say, like, my home is in Danielsville. I, beca- I became a man in the Army in Colorado Springs. That's where I was stationed, Colorado. And I found out who I was in Philadelphia. So I was shaped there, but I was finished here. Yeah. And... Yeah, I'm. I don't regret a single thing. I miss my friends so much. The oh. ones that are with us, the ones yeah. that aren't with us anymore, yeah. the ones that never came back. It's just it comes with the job, you know. Yeah. But sometimes I think about like um the what I'm doing now, and they'll think, what what would they what would Rigoroso think? Rest in peace. What would Altramino think? Rest in peace. Um, would they would they laugh at me laugh me in the face for going to a, a Drexel University, <laughs> or would they be like, damn, bro, like the next time I see you. We're going to drink some Corona and get trashed together because I just miss you. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, I don't want to say that my friends now replace my friends then because it's yeah, absolutely, yeah. it's a, two completely different things. You, Liz, you know me as Brandon. Yeah. They know me as Marty or Martinez. Yeah. And that's something I've been trying to find and find that divide for so long. And I'm finally there. That's I didn't mean to get deep with you. No, no, because, like, I kind of, re- obviously can't relate to that, agree. But, like, definitely, like, I'm at a point in my life, too, where I don't regret anything that I have, like, happened in the past. Like, obviously, like, things that have happened in the past, I wasn't, like, myself who I am or I'm still trying to figure myself out. And I've, like, gone through some, like, emotional, emotionally draining things and, like, trauma, so to speak, that like obviously was a pain in the ass to go through and like some of it's like been recent too but I've definitely like been able to like grow and shape myself as a person who I am now like I'm really proud of like all the things like I've been able to fight through because I like I'm at a place right now where I think I like know myself pretty well and that I like I'm starting to like like who I am or being like recognized like oh this is what I want like I'm not doing this for like other people and I think like going back to like heartbreaking relationships like yeah they suck but I think they're just so important to go through just to know and figure out like who you are and what you want in life like and yeah I feel like people shouldn't regret the things that they do and like resent other people for things that they've done because it definitely shapes you and as long as you figure out like who you are and like what you like about yourself I think it's really important. That was so short, I know. But that was only part one. Stay tuned next week for part two. Thanks for listening, homies.